So they want to mock us all they want to mock us. I'm telling them it's not over. So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker. It's not over. It'll never be over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every single business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome, right? So the purpose is to make me money. We're up a lot of money. Can't say it because the IRS is listening. So it's been a lot of money, but we're sharing and we're collaborating because Chinese say that we cannot collaborate, that us as uh, capitalists are always competing against each other, can't share information, can't collaborate. That's why communism is superior to capitalism. Um, I'm not going to speak for Chad, but I, and I think I've known Chad long enough right? We've known each other a year and bet over 100 games. <laughs> we collaborated over over 100 bets. We're probably... Man, probably probably a thousand. <laughs> One year, and we've made quite a bit of money that, you know, first class airplane tickets, right? I'm more rested because I came here for first class, leaving on first class, all with betting money. Money I do for labor, wealth management, it's an MBA. Clients worth $50 million. None of that money was used for this trip, for eating Sunny's barbecue, Cracker Barrel. None of that stuff was uh, regular money from labor used for that. So we know that you can't do it alone. We know it's about uh, collaboration, right? Uh, it's always very important that if you think you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, right, to know that you are in the wrong room. So we have Chad Nolan, professional football player, former college football player, uh, currently for the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, his brother should be the, flying to New York for the Heisman. He's the pro football, uh, all world, all Pac-12 quarterback, right? So we know, Seeks it to say, if we've made over forty thousand dollars, that's just me. Who knows how much money Shaq made from college football? We're experts on it because we're making money on it consistently. But we're sharing information. You're sharing your information with us, so that's the purpose in the app. Thank you, uh, Chad. No. Yeah, yeah, man. Happy to be here. Get you back All in right, Cali tomorrow. Southern, yes, I will be in Southern California tomorrow. Either the championship with you guys or in front of Josh, can you hear me? Okay. All right, so we're going to go a little faster than usual, but uh, a lot of those folks out there then when I sleep with a podcast got in contact with me you are going to get your picks and you're going to make a lot of money tomorrow all right so the early games tomorrow Chad if you have it in front of you go ahead and shoot them out and then we'll give you what our insight is 
and what we're looking, what we already either bet on or we're waiting to bet last minute. Now that would be either me on Wi-Fi on first class or waiting for a connection. Uh, what's the first game? Uh, on these two games. Two early games. Josh, can you hear me all right? Now I can hear you. All right. Um, do you want to go over these two games tonight real quick, or you just want to start with the game tomorrow's games? We'll go with tomorrow's games. I've already put tonight's games on Twitter. J-O-S-U-E. Okay. V is in victory. I-Z-C-A-Y. And I guess Chad, when he's talking to me, he can get on. Uh, you probably saw my because I, I tagged him. He'll retweet it on his, right? I'm Chad Nolan's Twitter. And we're live on Instagram. I guess we're live on Instagram. We can go with the picks tonight. So what are our picks tonight, uh, Chad, for people watching on Instagram? Um, so we got well, me and Josh bet uh, Western Kentucky early in the week. Um, got them at minus one and a half and um, over 72. Um, you know, both these offenses can score a lot of points, um, you know, both teams got potential to get to 50 here. Um, Western Kentucky, from, from what I've heard and what I've seen and guys I've talked to, that they, you know, their quarterback is one of the he, – he's a legit quarterback, um, you know, D Division One college quarterback. I like him a lot. And I think Western Kentucky can pull this one out um, and win this one by, you know, a touchdown or two. So um, I know now the line is up to 74-and-a-half. That over is jumping. Might even be at 75 already. Um, and Western Kentucky still up to minus three. I still like them at minus three. Um, and then um, you want to do the late game, Josh, the Oregon game? Yeah, that, uh, note on that real quick. Faith Sam was football last year. Ben Rathlife, he was on there. Expect, I, I think he's going to have a big game tonight. He actually had uh, a catch against them. Uh, he, you will see Ben in the NFL. Uh, Western, ben Zapp was on last year, Houston Baptist. Uh, he doesn't have the, the height chance has, and he doesn't run as good a chance does. But I think both Chance and Zappi are really good at looking off the safety, high-powered offense. The Stearns brothers, uh, the older Stearns played for Texas, I believe, played in the NFL. Jared Stearns, he's going to get a lot of catch, a lot of yards for Western Kentucky. These were these games we have fun watching it, watching it fly over. Western Kentucky will go ahead and win this football game as the, you know, USCA coach is getting a big payday somewhere else. All right. What, what's the next game, yep. Chad? We got o Oregon uh, playing Utah in the Pac-12 championship tonight. Utah is a three-point favorite, and that over-under is right about 58. Opened at 60, got down to 57 and a half, sitting right at about 58 right now. Right, and that's uh, Oregon's a pro for program, more ways than one. Just ask Jimmy Lake. <laughs> he said none of the guys in Oregon are students. Uh, and I say that because Drew Moorhead is going to be the head coach over there at Akron, but he's a smart enough guy. He's actually a pretty brilliant guy. He just doesn't have enough of a personality uh, that he got blown out and taken out of the SEC when he was the head coach of Mississippi State. But he can coach. And he has, you know, a million plays in his head. And he has enough for this game. This is a pride game. People don't want to get beaten enough. And really what switched my mind is the Rooter, the defensive coordinator for Oregon. Good hire by Myron Cristobal, uh, 
Deruto can't coach defense, and it's probably Turk because Ludwig, who's probably going to take over for Willingham when he retires, if Willingham retires this year, I don't think he will. I think Willingham will win the Pac-12 championship maybe next year uh, with Utah, not this year. Uh, DeRuiter and those guys are going to pay off. They're going to get number five, whatever his name is, number Give five, four, Terrell to play, all those uh, NFL guys. And Mario Cristobal's prize hurt as his offensive line was pushed around. I don't think Devin Lloyd's going all out tonight. So for that many reasons, give me Oregon, your Oregon Ducks on the money line, plus three, and under the total of 58. You agree, Chad? Disagree? Yep, I'm totally in agreement. Uh, you know, we've been hashing this one out all week, and yeah, man, I think, I think this is going to be a close game, man. I, I think the Ducks can win this one, so take them with the three points, and you know, both teams really like to run the ball and really like to establish a run game here. I just kind of see a hard-fought game, and I think that total is a little too high. I see, you know, kind of a more NFL-style game here. You know, and the average score of an NFL game, you know, is 45. Um, right. You know, so I see this one more around 50. So, so getting, time, getting a lot, time, lot of value. Market inefficiency, a lot of value there. Right. So, you can throw a lot of terms out, you, and really for the NFL and college, all the terms that we throw out there, I'll have uh, glossary, top 10 – the rules of betting uh, links on the episode notes. We're not going to elaborate as much because we already done it in previous podcasts, but I will give you a lesson for tonight. Never bet your own team. Got to look at your own biases. Of course, I'm biased towards Ben. I love Ben. I love his mom. They're wonderful people, and I can do nothing but root for them. But I cannot allow that to affect my wager tonight so I can take him out to dinner and and have it be betting money. Right? So to take Ben and his mom out to dinner, um, I have to think business-wise, right? Use business and financial concepts. Same thing with Oregon. Oregon is love and hate relationship, right? When Oregon State played Oregon, I was rooting for Oregon State and against Oregon. So there's a hatred involved for Oregon. But, you know, Mario Cristobal is a Cuban. Who's doing well in Cubans per capita income is the highest in the United States. So regardless, who even cares about these things? But the point is, never bet your own team. You got to look at your thinking and your biases. But championship week of Owenson, well, right? And there's a lot of reasons for that, and we'll get into that. So what are the early games? Uh, these early games I might going to have to watch on the plane, maybe, before I get out. I'll uh, be in John Wayne Airport midday, right? So what are the early games tomorrow? It's going to be a full game. I'm um, 80 to 90 to 100% on these games. Yeah, <laughs> so listen two, up, so people, and take notes. Two 9 o'clock games, Baylor um, in Oklahoma State. That's at uh, in Arlington. And then um, Kent State and uh, Northern Illinois. I don't know. It says Detroit, Michigan. Do you know what I play? They play in the Lions Stadium? Yep. Okay. Ford Field or whatever. So. Yep. Well, they might have an stand. Whatever. It's in Detroit. It's always in Detroit. Uh, never bet a team, right? Ten rules of betting in there is do not bet a game 
in which you have not watched the participants play, right? So most common sense and non-betters, right? Uh, but not common sense to some betters. A lot of people are betting college basketball right now without seeing the current team play. And every year is different. And different coaches have different goals. And teams get better as the year comes go along. They have different schemes. So it's really, really, really not professional and not legitimate to be betting college basketball right now. We're putting significant dollars. Chad and I have watched multiple weeks of MAC football. We've watched Northern Illinois play. We've watched Kent State play. We've done the research on these guys. I know that the Northern Illinois coach has a great varied background of mentors, including Alvarez in Wisconsin, which I think he's modeling a lot of things off of. And man, he's done a great job. He's a great scheme guy. That's why I'm going with him plus four. Way, that total is way too high in my opinion, unless it goes into overtime uh, under 75. What do you think, Chad? Yep. Nice. Totally nice agree game? here. Um, you know, this is the Max Hat, uh, the Baylor, Oklahoma State. Can you hear me? Oh, Baylor, Oklahoma State. So that's Northern Illinois. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, you've been on Baylor all year. I watched Baylor yeah. against Oklahoma State. And that was not their best game, right? It's almost like when cops arrest somebody, not their best day. When cops arrest people or look at people, they don't see people on their best day. They see them on their worst day. I saw Baylor on their worst day. That was the worst game they played all year. Yep. Uh, David Randa's going to stay. He's getting north of $10 million. He's a very, very focused guy from what I hear. I like the offensive coordinator at BYU. BYU type guy who's now at Baylor. He was embarrassed that game. So look for Baylor to cover and I like this game to go over because I think there's some overcompensation, almost like recency bias on what happened last game. What do you think, Chad? Thank you, yeah. Chad. Chad's been on Baylor all year. He's been right about Baylor, and I've been wrong about yeah, Baylor. I think I, I think Baylor can maybe win this game too. I would take, you know, if whatever your unit is, take 20% of your unit, sprinkle it on that money line. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, Baylor here, and, uh, man, this total is 46. is pretty low. I think uh, this is going to be – Oklahoma State's offense has been been rolling a little bit. Baylor has had one of the best offenses in the Big 12 all year. I think this one can definitely um, get to 49, get to six touchdowns, if not, you know, 50, 56, 55. So, um, love those picks. There's a lot of writing on this game. Remember, Motherhead – you know, he always had the mother for many years, the coach of Oklahoma State. Usually have my Oklahoma State hat. But remember, when you're traveling, things are all over the place. But Mullethead at Oklahoma State, uh, great offensive coach, and there's no reason to hold anything back. In this game. You, got, you got to throw bombs at each other. So I see this game going over almost old school Big 12 style. And in a revenge game, whenever I go against revenge game theory, I lose. So I learned my lesson. Baylor gets revenge on Oklahoma State. Wins the game, covers, and goes over. But, yeah, 
do that. Do that bet. Win two out of three. Remember, 52.5% break even. You win two out of three of that. Remember, there's no locks. Highest percent percentage probability theory is 80%. So there are no locks. No such thing as locks. So if you win two out of three, it's 66%. Then in my book, it's over 52.5%, which gives you profit. And you're at the casino buying stakes. All right. Uh, Want to go Alabama, Chad? Uh, let's just go in order. So next game we got Utah right. State, San Diego State. Right. And, you know, talking through this one, you know, I like San Diego State to win the game here. Um, you know, I just I just think six points is too much. Uh, we'll wait wait till kickoff, hold off on this one. I think that might even go up go up even more if you can get a touchdown. But, um, you know, Utah – or, you know, San Diego State will probably win this game by a field goal. Um, you know, Utah State, me and Josh talking about that, there's a coaching mismatch here. Josh likes this Utah State coach. He's, uh, uh, you know, cor corporate governance there. The teams, you got to look at that. And we think Utah right. State has the advantage. And um, 49, I think it's just a little too high, man. I think both these teams' offense has, have, have kind of been struggling. Um, you know, San Diego State made the quarterback change last week. This will be his you know, first start since the switch. So, so um, it'll just be be interesting to see how that offense comes out and how it's rolling. I think um, this is going to be a close, close, hard-fought game. I think San Diego State wins it like, a, you know, a 24-21 and uh, become under 100%. the 49, Utah State plus six. Yes. I, I wouldn't be shocked this game's 13-10 because Utah State was 20 play drives for a whole quarter. <laughs> yeah. Then put it in pin and date. So it could be 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, San Diego State has a re really good defense and a mediocre offense. Uh, I made the comment on Twitter that Mountain West is just as good as the FCS uh, Conference South Dakota State is in. You know, both Chad and I, we were like, Utah State's in a championship game? Really? You know, I think Chad and I can put together some guys and we could go play Utah State. Would not be intimidated. So uh, that's what we might be at that game. Might not be at that game. But I'm 100% agreement with Chad, right? The under, man, the under looks good in this, especially if you have people in casinos betting championship week and blindly betting over on every game. Really rich people I'm known just go to cruises, casinos, and they say, hey, man, hey, young man, you're blending out. Let me give you $10,000, please. Go to the window, take 100 bucks for yourself, put 900 on one, and then all the rest, just bet the over for me. Can you do that? Sure, no problem. Boom. You know, that this game, anybody that bet the over on this game, right, is a highly flawed choice, right? So we're in agreement. San Diego State uh, will win this football game. Could bet that. Utah State will cover in whatever the under is. Sounds good, Chad? Yep. All right. What's the next game we're going to tackle? Uh, Louisiana and App State. Total is 53, and um, App State's two and a half point favorite. Right. So unless you had two TVs going during Thursday night football, one on the sun belt 
game and one other Thursday night game like myself, you should not be betting this game. You should not be betting teams you have not seen play. Shannon and I have been watching these teams play all year. <laughs> hey, I have ESPN Plus so I can watch my USF game. Yeah. But when Coastal was on, Louisiana was on. And I've been watching Louisiana for three years. Louisiana is about 24-2 and two against the spread in games I've played. So you got to remember that money is dopamine center in your brain. So my dopamine center in my brain goes up when I see Louisiana Lafayette, Napier. App State's almost a public team because they upset Michigan, who knows, got many years ago. A lot of people are on App State. In this current situation, upstate, App State money line, App State, I don't know. I got them at two early in the week, and I like the over 72. Uh, a lot of things going on here. Napier's going to Florida. Florida fans love a lot of points score. And with the the recruiting he's doing and the type of game plan he has with the type of athletes he can get in Louisiana, is totally different than Florida. So this lifetime of plays he has, he might never use again. So he's going to throw the kitchen sink, all his plays, all his concepts with this body type, these types of players. So this game's going over. You know, like Appalachian State, again, revenge game theory. Uh, I really, when they, the first time they played, Chan and I watched, App State was very vanilla. They, they're like, we're safe. We were going to see these guys again in the championship game. So we're not going to show him anything. They've beaten these guys before in 2019. They'll beat them again tomorrow. And this game's going over. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, totally agree. Um, right, right on here. We've been watching these teams all year. Napier's an offensive guy. Look, look for him to be able to put up at least, you know, 20, both teams here could get to 24 or, or 28 at least. Both teams score four touchdowns, puts this one over the 53. Um, and, yeah, I think after, yeah, they saved a lot. They're super vanilla. They, you know, got, got blown out, got and real early, um, weren't able to come back and um, like them to, uh, you know, a good, good quarterback. I think he's been Levi Lewis. So uh, I think, yeah, with the App State's the right side here, and this one will we'll be able to get over that total. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so next game uh, is Houston, Houston, Cincinnati. Right, Houston, Cincinnati. And one caveat, real quick we're not cramming for this, right? It's almost like a class where you study every night and you're ready for the final exam. You don't have to cram the last night. So looking forward, Louisiana always has NFL offensive linemen, right? One or two offensive linemen from Louisiana go to the NFL every year because he knows how to recruit that body type in training and development. When he goes to Florida, it's going to be almost like that Oregon offensive line where all five guys were NFL players. Looking forward to next year and the coming years, betting those Florida Gators. I went to the University of South Florida, the Bulls, so I cannot bet the Bulls. But I study the AAC as much as you can study the AAC team, breaks from work. Uh, two teams I studied to death. Bottom line, Houston plus 11. And this game's going over. 
Any objections there? No, no, not at all. I think championship type game this is going to be a close game. Houston's a, a good team, really good team. Um, but yeah, and I think both these offenses are, are going to be able to put points on the board. I like both the quarterbacks a lot. And uh, yeah, that, that, that total is just a little too low. So nope, I'm in a total agreement with you there. Yeah, Dana Holgerson makes $5 million a year. And the reason is just for Teta, who's a benefactor. He's a multi-billionaire uh, owner of the Palms. Uh, he has money in the, you know, William Hill sports books. Uh, he also, you know, he donated whatever, $500 million to the Houston football program. Another $500 million to the rest of the university. <laughs> and then he goes to North Texas and writes a check for $72 million for their stadiums and then writes another check. to this is North Texas, man. I got to see, and he might have even gone to North Texas, just lives in Houston. But he wrote a $25 million check for their weight rooms, right? And, you know, and $200 million check for the rest of the university. So what does that mean, right? Uh, look at the duffel bags of the refs going in and out of that scene. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati, they hold things back for this type of situations. I've made money in every single bowl game and championship Cincinnati's been in with Finkel because they're an under team during the year, but an over team in this situation. They throw the, the kitchen sink at each other, and both these teams are going to the Big 12. So uh, Dana Holgerson being an offensive guy, love this game going over. And it's going to be a championship game. So that means 45-40, 37-24. Very close game that's going to be decided right at the end. Vegas knows this. That's why they made it plus 11. So go the other way. What's the next game, Chad? Next game is Bama, Georgia. Uh, almost blindly, you're getting seven and a half points, Nick Satan. You almost take it because you never get that with Alabama, right? Uh, he, uh, he, the only time he's lost to one of his assistants was this year against Texas A&M. Uh, he mentioned the line last week. That's why I went against him against the line. He showed nothing against Auburn. One last second. Kirby Smart wants to win with defense. He has an NFL defense. Several guys declined being top five picks in the NFL to come back. They did not do so for free, especially in this NIL area. So you got some defensive linemen at the University of Georgia making over a million dollars to play in this game. The key is stubbornness. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how much money you have. Uh, you can still make bad decisions, and uh, Chan and I can monetize that. Stetson Bennett should not be starting this football game. Uh, Chad's brother, Chance Nolan, has overall skills better than Stetson Bennett. I like uh, Chance Nolan over JT Daniels because Chance is taller than JT Daniels. A lot of people in the South that know football say that JT Daniels should be starting this football game. If Georgia is down, I expect to see JT Daniels in the second half. Uh, all that to say is going under. And really, I think what you're going to see is a mirror 
of the Auburn game last week where it's going to be very, very close, low-scoring game. And I think there's a mental thing between Kirby Smart and Nick Satan. Last time they were in this kind of situation, Georgia had a similar defense. The reason uh, Kirby Smart lost was because he blinked and tried a stupid fake punt in his own end. Uh, Alabama was all over it. They win the game. The time they played before that, they lost because uh, Satan took out the bench. Uh, Jalen Hurts benched them. Jalen Hurts would never play it down again for Alabama. He went to Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. Now you see, and he put two on, right? So it's been close both times to see this happening again. So roll tie. I bought the half a point because I'm paranoid. I got Alabama plus eight and under, I believe I got 46. What do you think, Chad? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I think Bama, they have to win this game to get into the playoff. You're never going to get Nick Saban or get Bama plus seven, getting a whole right. touchdown ever again right. in your lifetime, possibly. So I think you have to take it. And I think, yeah, I think this is going to be a hard fought, you know, low scoring game. I think hard hitting game. Both defenses are better than the offense. Um, offense is here. And uh, I think, yeah, I think. You know, both quarterbacks aren't, aren't, aren't too elite. Um, and I think this one can is going to come in under the total. It's going to be a lower-scoring game. So, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm going to post the podcast right away. The sound of our voice, bet Alabama. Because I have a feeling those high – from uh, a lot of people are going to be going from Lake Havasu to Vegas and betting the Trinity League, Bryce Young. Right? They're like, what? Butter day, Bryce Young. I'm getting points. Right? Nick Saban, I'm getting points. Bill O'Brien, I'm getting points. Right? So, never bet more than 25% of your bankroll. I'm betting equal amounts on this championship uh, Saturday because I'm always, I'm usually between 80, 90% on this game championship. So, look for the same type of weekend. What's the next, next game, Chad? Um, Pitt, Wake Forest. Pat Nardisi, uh, Faith Family Football. I'm going to work, working harder on writing and setting up the, the, the website. But we'll have Faith Family Football. We'll have Chance and Chad. We'll have Ben Rasslaff. And we also have Max Brown, who played for Pat Narduzzi. He gave me the insight on Pat Narduzzi before we even started the podcast. Max Brown might be on the broadcast tonight. He definitely is on USC radio. He definitely is on the Pac-12 network, Max Brown. That's where I, I confirmed information I've done on myself from Pat Narduzzi. He, the, the Wake Forest coach is a great coach, uh, especially the offensive coordinator who has, because of football, you have a uh, series of plays, right? You have packages. You have series of plays, right? He has series of plays of every major offense that's ever been done from the West Coast offense to the air raid, to the spread, to the run and shoot, to the wing tee, to the wishbone. And everything they come out on the field on offense, they're coming out with a, literally a different offense 
in a different type of series of plays and different. And this guy's so smart that each play, like a good offensive coordinator, each play in the first half is to set up a play in the second half. So if you're making the adjustment, it could be a fatal adjustment. But guy who's up to the task is Pat Narduzzi. Uh, I like Pat Narduzzi in this case to cover. What's the over-under in that game? Right around 72, 71 and a half. 72, 71. I, I think it's going to fly. Once people get later in the day, they're going to be drinking a lot. They're going to be betting a lot. And watch this, that, 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 that total get crazy. So when it gets crazy high, bet the under. That's what I'm going to be doing uh, wherever I'm at uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I totally agree here. Um, I like you, you. You're you're on pit, right? I'm on Pat Narduzzi, corporate governance. Yeah. Uh, at Pitt, since they won a national championship, and because Narduzzi uh, has paid off a lot of guys to go to Michigan State, former Nick Satan, Bill Belichick type guy. He can recruit a higher level athlete at Pitt that Clawson can recruit at Wake Forest, right? Yeah. And they do uh, have, I mean, Pitt's got a fresh And your brother's familiar with uh, the offensive coordinator at Pitt, uh, Ripple, who I think was with him at uh, Middle Tennessee State. We, we got to look at Ripple because at some point he had contact with Chance. When I was talking to Chance, he knew who he was. Great offensive coordinator. He was an NFL coach. I think he was an NFL head coach at one time. He coached football for 50 years. He's the offensive coordinator of Pitt. So Pitt's really a developmental program, but they can recruit a higher level athlete than Wake Forest can. Well, with Wake Forest is 100% developmental, right? So I like Pat Narduzzi with an edge in this game to win this football game. Yeah. Um, it, it, they have a freshman receiver in, in Addison who is probably one of the best athletes in the, in the country to back right, up. They can't cover it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this total too is just based, uh, you know, is, is way too high based off the season and how they played. And this is a championship game. Right. It's going to be played a lot different style wise. And uh, I, I think let this line balloon, like Josh is saying, and, and uh, in the morning, come back and hit the under. <laughs> Big time. And what's the spread on that? Three and a half, Pitt's a favorite. Three and a half. Yeah, bet down that down because it could be a field goal game. Could go down the last minute, but I have a feeling that Pitt is going to win by 10 or more points because uh, Wake Forest is going to have to take chances. They really are. And, they, you know, Narduzzi's thinking turnovers. Pick six. And if Pat Narduzzi is up by a couple of touchdowns, gets a turnover, He's sitting on that ball. He now now he's gonna sit on the ball and try to get like a 10-minute drive and push comes to shove. He's gonna to go to that freshman you're talking about. And even if he's covered, that freshman that's a better athlete has a better chance. Make yep. sense? Yep, yep, gotcha. Then the last game we got is Michigan, Iowa. Michigan, Iowa. Uh, the style styles make fights. Uh, Iowa is a developmental football team. 
talked about this right when we did the previews, right? You say, well, you made $40,000 in college football. You're way higher percentage than some people. A guy I respect a lot, who knows a lot about football. I said, he's at 37%. He was apologizing to me, right? We're in the 60s, uh, making money. But we started, Chad and I helped me preview each major conference, right? And when we did the preview of each major conference, we talked about developmental teams versus blue bloods. And then you have blue bloods who are also good at being developing teams, right? That's why uh, Lincoln Riley is getting $12 million to do that, even though he really did not develop elite defensive lineman or offensive lineman in Oklahoma, he just had a, an offense that's a juggernaut because he throws in power running to the air raid. So hopefully he can improve and get to Nick Satan's ability. And now uh, Kirby Smart, who comes from Nick Satan tree, of being blue blood and developmental. That's where Michigan's at. Uh, Iowa actually has a young team. Iowa has a shitty, for lack of a better word, offense that's not very talented. We've gotten to this game by very, very disciplined, special teams, and executing the offense. And the friends and his son and the recruiters at Iowa have done a great job of recruiting athletes right their junior years, putting him on a program, junior year of high school, and getting him ready to play in that Iowa defense. But that style fits into the Harbaugh family. Now, the coach of Michigan is Jim Harbaugh, who has been to a Super Bowl with who? Kaepernick, lost his brother in Super Bowl. They're all about special teams, not beating yourself in offense. I like McNamara for Michigan. It's all that to say is pick Michigan to cover the point and it's going to be under. They're not going to let the crappy Iowa offense score, and they're not going to give Iowa any freebies, which they've lived off the offseason for their 10 2 record. So, this is a kind of a mismatch. I almost feel like it's a gift. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I agree here. This is. Get Michigan now, so the the Michigan yeah. fans don't bet it up all day tomorrow. They are. Um, They're going to be but, uh, by the time this game goes on, and, and yeah. all these new sports books. Yeah, I, I see Michigan blowing them out. I think they win this game like thirty-one to three. Comes right. under. Um, I don't think you know the Big Ten needs a Big Ten team in the in the in the national football playoff. It gives every right. single team in the conference money. They get a big fat check. Yeah. Um, they're gonna make sure the refs, everyone's on that that Michigan exactly. is, is represented. Oh, too much them. money on the line, man. It's yeah, so it's um, I like those picks a lot, man. Look at the back judge in this game. Also, if you think those, a lot of people are saying how refs rig Thursday and Friday night Big Twelve game, Big Ten games. Imagine this game with so much money on the line. Omnicore, COVID nineteen. There's a lot of money on the line in this game for the refs not to do what the league wants. Man, it's not illegal for a rep to intentionally make a bad call that makes the league money. He should do that legally 
because they have a fiduciary responsibility to do so. So remember, no, do not bet more than 25% of your bankroll. Do not parlay any games, bet each game equally. But uh, I'm very excited for this Michigan game. But, you know, you never know. Uh, what's the next game, Chad? Is that it? I mean, yeah, that's how that's all we were talking about. There's the USC and Cal game. USC, Cal, uh, Cal. Minus, minus four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the total on that? It's like 57 and a half. 57 and a half. Uh, bet the under. Uh, USC is going to be mailing it in. They're traveling. Uh, senior night for Cal. Uh, Jackson Dart, man, it was he was ridiculous. Last couple games I've seen him. Uh, bad fundamentals. And then uh, USC is a beat-up football team. Uh, they did the best they could on their senior night against BYU. BYU is very physical. So they're going to be very, very sore, especially in that second half. So go Cal, minus the number. Uh, might I don't know. I'll let you pick the total because I think it might. Uh, now it's going to go under because uh, Cal has a lot of private pride on defense. Yeah, a lot of pride on defense, and bet the Cal second half line as the current makeup of the USC roster are a bunch of quitters. <laughs> so by the second half, they checked out. Uh, I think the only coach that's going to be retained is Coach Williams. Because they're going to see none of those coaches again. Uh, they're a bunch of quitters. Uh, anybody with any talent is not going to be on that trip. Only seniors playing their last game. Uh, a lot of freshmen. I mean, Foreman's already quit. So look for USC to quit in that second half. Second half line, Cal, Cal. Minus the total, and then it's going to be under uh, because uh, Cal has a lot of pride on that defense, and uh, the USC offensive line sucks, and they're quitters. So that's that. Make money on that game too. It might be one of the easier games to make money that you might not be gripping at. Late night, easy money. Your Cal Golden Bears under and second half line. That's three bets right there, man. So that is it. Uh, tomorrow's one of the funnest days. Look to have a lot of fun. Man, at $1,000 a game, if I hit 90 or 100%, that pays for Christmas and it pays for a lot of things. A lot of happiness. Those who say that money does not buy happiness does not know where to shop. <laughs> any any thoughts, Chad? As we close this out, man, very excited for tomorrow. Yeah, no, man. I'm uh, shit. I'm watching this UTSA Western Kentucky game right now, and it's uh, I'm just it's a started. It's a championships are upon us, so I'm just very ready to enjoy these games uh, tonight and tomorrow. All right, we will do, and we'll we will enjoy the NFL. I'll be back on my home court in the central command center. We'll, we'll hit some live uh, reporting on the, hey, stock market went down, right? People who don't know how to hedge your money lost all their money. 
make that money back as we look at the line movements <laughs> half hour before kickoff in the NFL. All right. So we close with Winston Churchill. Believe me, you don't need to pay anybody for any college for pro football picks. Listen to us. Listen to the wise. Give the man a fish. You feed him for a day. Teach the man a fish. You teach him how to bet for a lifetime. <laughs> and if Winston Churchill's, it's not religion. It's not philanthropy. Right? It's, it's a business decision. Pull hard business decision. You may get more by giving than you do by getting. Get reciprocation, right? So Winston Churchill says, great capitalists, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast. Network.